Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to episode 42. Um... I'm actually doing a little extra introduction because I already recorded the whole episode yesterday, which was Monday. Today is Tuesday. It's election day of 2020. And I just want to jump in before I put the whole thing together to say a few things about this episode. First, it is going to be the last one of season one. Um, And I will be taking a break for, I don't know, a few weeks or maybe the rest of 2020 uh, to figure out where I'm going to go with season two. So there's that. Enjoy this last one for a while. Um, If you have not listened to the other episodes, definitely go back and enjoy those. There's 42 of them total, so you have lots to listen to. Um, And then also, this episode is a little bit weird in the sense that I talk about death and an incident that happened a few weeks ago uh, with the shooting around our neighborhood not actual neighborhood but like in the area um, so definitely triggering so if you're experiencing any type of trauma right now um, just giving you a heads up that this might be a little triggering for you um, definitely don't listen to it if you don't feel like you can handle that kind of conversation right now. Um, Totally understandable. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, And lastly, I just really wanted to say thank you for being here uh, to listen to season one. I have loved the conversations I've had with people after listening to an episode. I have loved just being here once a week and sitting down and getting my thoughts down on a recording much uh, easier than on paper. So thank you again. Um, I will definitely take the time to reflect and just kind of take a little break for a little bit, Uh, especially because this week is already kind of crazy. I just really feel like this is a good way to just end and then we'll see what happens and then we'll keep going because that's what we do. We continue to show up every day and we can do hard things and we can get through them. And so I hope you enjoy this episode. Again, it's a little... I don't say weird or different, but definitely I'm feeling all kinds of anxiety this week. So you'll probably sense some of that in this episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it and let's get talking. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Plata Life podcast. Um, I am not 100% sure, but I think today might be or this episode might be the last episode of season one. There is a season two coming, but there will be a tiny shift or big shift. I don't know yet. I'm still in the process of figuring things out a little bit, but I really wanted to record this today. Uh, It's actually Monday and not Tuesday, like I've been doing um, pretty much this entire time. Um, And I wanted to end the season with this specific episode or I might do a part two of this um, topic I guess you could call it for a few reasons. Uh, The first one is I think season one has definitely been much of me trying to uh, 
share this journey with you of how I am kind of coming to this space and time in my life of trying to figure out what my next steps are in regards to my business and my place as in like motherhood and everything that all the changes that I've been going through personally um, along with you know the virus which I did not know there was going to be a pandemic this year so um, this whole season has been a lot of just shifting gears and being flexible and trying to show up the best that I know how and kind of allow this creative process that I decided to start at the beginning of the year um, through creating something every day. Uh, let that lead the way of everything I'm doing, which has been amazing and also really hard and really eye-opening. And so I've been sharing once a week with you since January or whatever, um, all this, all my thoughts in my head and kind of like the behind the scenes of what I'm doing. And it's been incredible to just sit here and get feedback from people and just make connections and hear, you know, somebody say, oh, I listened to your podcast. It really helped me in this way. Or I so appreciate what you said about this or People that I had no idea were even listening. I mean, it just, it really has made me feel all the feels <laughs> as a highly sensitive person. That is not hard to do, but it is still a really good thing. Um, and so when I was debating, you know, how many episodes should the first season be? Should I just make it be all of 2020? And I'm like, the logistics side of it, you know, should season be season one be like 100 episodes? I don't know, you know, you just throw things out there. Um, I remember just thinking, you know, I'll know when I need to start a new season. And I meant that like literal for this podcast, literally for this podcast, and also like, figuratively for my business and for me as a person. And so I feel like I am closing the doors to season one, um, which just so happens to be during the week of elections, which is so fun. Uh, I am stressed out to the max thinking about what could happen after the uh, election. And my highly sensitive nature is kind of all over the place. And I can't seem to focus on getting one task done which is why I knew that doing the podcast today would be the most beneficial because I could just get this done and just be done with this part and then go on to the next task. So I have a way to focus my energy and channel all of this anxiety that's kind of starting to build up because I can sense um, the unrest that's happening around me. And it, it really takes a toll on my mental capacity and my emotional capacity also it was just Halloween there was a full moon which really cleared up a lot of things for me also made my son super crazy last week uh, so we've had a lot of craziness all around and then he went back to school in person so whew, there's just been a lot of stuff going on um, which can be really good at the same time uh, I think there's a lot of clearing that happens when everything kind of starts to pile up. Uh, but I really wanted to end with this season, with this episode, mostly because um, there's been a lot of realizations in my life happening lately and a lot of aha moments and a lot of synchronicities and a lot of really like heavy stuff happening. And 
just kind of close out the season that way um, and allow the space to let things um, simmer. I'm saying the word simmer and I'm making rice at the same time. So it's like I see that it's simmering. So I'm like, oh my God, if that's not synchronicity, I don't know what is. Um, no, I don't. might just be making that up. I don't know. Uh, anyways, ah, there's that word I keep saying. Anyways, okay. Uh, so what happened was uh, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two, two, three weeks ago. Um, my husband and I were in the backyard and we were with a baby and we um, were, I was ha- having him fall asleep because, you know, my son was asleep inside and we were just kind of talking on the swing. We have like a little swing by the pool. And so the baby was falling asleep and we're just talking. And then we hear these noises that sounded like gunshots. And so they were gunshots. Apparently, I guess I, I guess I had heard gunshots before when I was a little kid. Uh, my neighbor, and I'll go into this a little bit. Anyway, something happened in my neighborhood. And I remember like, it's just a long time ago. So we don't remember exactly, but we heard these gunshots, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's that? And then we hear another round of gunshots, and then we kind of hear people screaming, and it's like off in the distance far enough where you're like, am I hearing things? Or is this actually happening? And so my instinct was obviously to go inside and go check on my other son, and he's fine, everything's fine, and you know, I instantly go on Facebook and all the news outlets or whatever, and I'm like, I mean, nothing, no one's going to report something right away. Um, you hear the sirens like within, I mean, it must have been a minute. I don't know how many minutes it was, but you start hearing all these sirens and the police and ambulances and um, obviously like things like that happening, it just it triggers a lot of things for a lot of different people. For me, it's just like my flight or fight, you know, and we go onto the like police scanner on our phones which, by the way, I, like, didn't even know you could do, and so apparently there is, like, a shooting right at the corner of where we, like, not where we live, but, like, the main streets, and we live in a neighborhood behind that, um, and I just, you know, like, things like that happen all the time, I guess you could say, like, anything could happen at any given moment, and it's, it's just something that you say, and you're like, okay, well, I think it happened, and um, they're taking care of it. Apparently, there is a uh, drive-by, which this neighborhood is not, like, unsafe or whatever. It's not something that, like, we deal with on a daily basis. So I can't imagine, like, people that deal with this on a daily basis because it's it definitely triggered my anxiety really bad in the next couple weeks. But anyway, so that happened, um, and it was a drive-by shooting, they eventually found the car, they eventually arrested someone, you know, a week or so later, but what happened from this was a a one-year-old boy passed away, and I think his siblings did as some, a couple of siblings did as well, a six-year-old, and so um, what happens to me as a highly sensitive person is I tend to stay away from these kinds of news stories, because they really trigger my anxiety super bad, um, especially when it's, like, someone in close relation with, like, my son's age, and if there's proximity to me, like, physical proximity, it, like, really, really triggers a lot of anxiety on my end, and then I 
get like really OCD about things. Um, and OCD as in like I have OCD tendencies um, where like I will refuse to like not leave the house and all these things happening. So um, I, I've done a lot of work kind of when I know I'm being triggered by some outside um event or something happening like I've done work and therapy to uh, put certain things in place so that I can still function at my best for my family and not go into this like deep dark hole of life that I tend to go to when I have a lot of anxiety so um that happened and my husband and I you know we spent all weekend processing and um I just it I, there are just no words of the thought of somebody making a choice that takes somebody that you love away. And um, I get a little emotional, obviously, because I am highly sensitive. But when that happened, I just, I, I just, you just have no words. And there's no other way to put it. But there are really no words of imagining the worst case scenario happening to you. And I remember I was listening to a podcast episode by Gary Vee, and if you have never listened to him, he's awesome. You definitely should. Um, he's like a business person. He gives a lot of really good advice, um, and he says like one of the things that he does every single day is he imagines the worst case scenario, which is losing the people that he loves, and that um, it sounds really morbid, and as somebody who has kind of like a weird dark side to myself I understand that like not everybody knows this about me but I think about death a lot uh not in like a it's a dangerous way to think about it but like a um I've I've grappled with the thought of death a lot since I was a little kid and it's not just like curiosity it's like I really thought about like what happens when you die what actually happens like spiritually and you know, a lot of different religions, what they believe. And so when my, you know, I think my son was four or five and he's asked me, we're talking about death. Like, it's like, just, you know, like we're talking about chocolate or something. People are like, I can't believe you talk to your kid about that. I'm like, no, I mean, he just has a natural curiosity. Like, I think we all tend to have some sort of curiosity around this topic. Um, but it is definitely something that not very many people obviously want to talk about or I don't think everybody should be talking about, but it definitely has been something that I have thought about for a long time. And my husband and I, you know, he's really good about talking to me about that kind of stuff. And okay, I'm like rambling on about this. Uh, anyway, so to say that like me talking about death is not something that's like super like out of the norm. Like I talk about this and all the time about just random stuff. Uh, so when this happened with within our neighborhood, it was kind of like, oh my gosh, okay, so we talk about this a lot, worst case scenario, like, you know, we have to make sure that we know what to do in case of emergency, and then I know that my, my anxiety is being triggered, and that's normal in a way, obviously, and then that I also have to push myself to not feel paralyzed, because I tend to go to this catastrophizing zone when I have a lot of anxiety where I catastrophize everything and then I can't like function on the day to day. So and I'm sharing so much like personal stuff right now because <laughs> I think it's important for 
for us to talk about these things and for us to really share that, um, you know, and I'm comfortable doing this, obviously, I'm not saying you should go talk to random people about stuff like this. But for me, it's, 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 I'm, I'm comfortable talking about it. Anyways, and so that triggered a lot. So my son's going back to school, and I'm like having to work through some of the anxiety stemming from that. And, you know, did they catch the person? I am, I'm trying to stay away from my phone, because then I will hyper focus on it. And then I can't like get dinner on the table, because I've been looking at you know, trying to dig for news stories for the past two hours because I'm, like, hyper-focusing on it. Uh, so it's been a lot of that the past couple weeks of, of that kind of thing. Um, and then I saw on Facebook that a, a fellow co-worker that I had the privilege of working with, you know, uh, there was something that happened in her family where, you know, she lost people that she loves and it just it really set in motion this thought again of man life is so fragile and and I we all say that and I think we all understand that and we all believe that and with COVID and so many people dying like it really I just, I don't know, and I'm stumbling with my words right now, and if I was the type of person that edited my podcast, this would definitely be a part that I would edit out, but I don't, because I don't edit my podcast. Um, <laughs> it, life is so fragile, and we say that, and we mean it, and we I think we understand it, but we don't really understand it, and I don't know how else to work through that without it feeling like it's something I have to dismiss in order to get through my day-to-day because it can be really paralyzing and something happening to my loved ones my husband you know my mom my in-laws my sons my siblings like the people my closest friends like the people that I just like feel like I could not live without like something happening to them is terrifying and also, at the same time, knowing that there's a cycle of life and a likelihood of me having to experience pain like that only increases as the years go by. Um, I've been to funerals and I've seen people lose like their fathers and their mothers and their grandparents. and But I have never like been the one to experience that kind of pain. I've been there to support others in that in that space. But so I understand it, but I don't fully understand it. And so that's why this is a really hard episode for me, because I don't want to come across as like, oh, she knows exactly what she's talking about. And it, like, it's a know-it-all. And like, I have no place talking about it because I haven't really experienced it firsthand, but I think about it a lot in a non-creepy way. Um, and so this whole episode, and it might be a really long one, depending how long the baby sleeps for, But it really is about closing the season of my life with a really deep sense of gratitude. And when I say deep sense of gratitude, like I mean that like I have been pushing myself to every single day for the last few weeks to really remember that this time that I see this person might be the last time I actually see them in some way. Um, And when you 
start thinking about your life that way, it really changes your perspective that I cannot imagine, you know, what it would feel like. And I know it happens all the time and I'm not like, for better lack of words, shitting on people that do this, but like, there are times when I will go off on my son because he's driving me bonkers because his energy is so like crazy and high energy. Or there are times where I fight with my husband or there are times when I'm annoyed with my parents or there are times where I don't call my siblings or I don't do this because I have so many other things on my plate in that exact moment. And so I've been spending a lot of time reflecting on what kind of I don't want to say legacy, but what kind of relationships I want to have with the people that are in my inner circle and what that means for me as for my next steps. And so I'm taking all of this and I'm sharing so much more than I actually think I should be <laughs> because I, I need you as a listener to understand the the desire and the need for that like very intense this is it. Like we get one life. We get one shot at leaving our legacy or making a mark in the world or impacting those around us. And life really is so fragile and it could be gone from one second to the next and people say god forbid I'm like what if you don't believe in god and so then we go into that whole thing but you know there there are moments in our lives where it's like the pre and the post like there's something that happens you know and it doesn't have to be death it can be a, a another kind of event a different kind of death I guess you could call it uh, there are moments in our lives that just grab a hold of us and shake us to our core. Um, you know, a, a divorce, uh, a move, you move someplace new, uh, the death of somebody that you love, the, I don't know, something that just really shook you to your core, that there's no way you imagine life before. I mean, there's like, the specific moment or specific thing that happened in your life that's very pre and post. Uh, so pre-COVID, post-COVID, for example, would be one that I think we could all relate to. So we all remember what life was like pre-COVID. Um, we're not really at the post-COVID part yet <laughs> because we're still living in it. But there are just moments like that. And to say that we can just live our lives with that thought of, well, live your life to the fullest at every single moment of our lives is super unrealistic. And so I'm trying to understand that concept of, you know, what Gary Vee was talking about and that one, I got to find the episode and listen to it again. Um, in that one episode I listened to was, you know, like he wakes up every morning and the first thing he thinks about is, okay, like, imagine the worst case scenario like imagine that happening and then go live your life and so I here I am like I'm gonna try to live by that and really actually take that in and just say if today was my last day on earth or my loved one's last day on earth how would I want my last moments to be remembered um how would I want my last moments with that person to feel like and 
even though I really want to yell at my husband for not doing X, Y, and Z, or he's driving me crazy, or my kid is like, I'm overstimulated, you know, what if this was their last day on earth, and I didn't get the chance to fully live with them now that they're here, um, and I know it's super drastic, and I know you're probably like, whoa, this took a really dark turn from the last episode we talked about, about racing bilingual children, um, but I think it's really necessary to just get this out and kind of solidify this first season with this idea that you get one life, and in that one life, you get so many opportunities to be who you truly are. And I don't mean who you are like, oh, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm this, I'm that. But like, to to be like who you are. <laughs> I'm just like stumbling over my words. This is like the worst episode ever. Uh, but to be who you are, like, I am a highly sensitive, like, morbid thinker person that likes to think about death in a weird way and share that with random people on the internet like that's just who I am and no matter what I do that's just never gonna change about me and I spent years of my life trying to change some of these things and trying to fit other people's molds for no reason other than to feel loved and accepted and so oh this is some really deep stuff um so I'm going to really embrace the fact that I woke up this morning and that my husband was able to say goodbye to me before he headed off to work and that I hugged my son so tight at school drop-off and that I kissed the baby when he was driving me bonkers because he wouldn't fall asleep in the ergo carrier and that I am going to make this rice in this moment and make it the best damn rice I've ever tried to make because it is the little things that really truly count um and take that into what I'm doing in my business if you want to call it a business or in my artwork or in my just living like who you are at your core is just never going to change no matter how hard you try So today's episode started out kind of dark and really heavy and if you're going through a really hard time because you've lost someone recently or you're, you know, things aren't sure for you, I'm really sorry if if this is triggering for you. Um, Definitely seek out help if you need it, professional help. Remember, I'm not a therapist, licensed psychologist or anything like that and there are people who are trained to deal with, you know, this kind of stuff so definitely if you are in a place where you're like man I really need help like seek out the help that you need uh second you know although the episode started a little bit dark and weird and kind of like whoa uh heavy I guess you could say um second I really I need us and I'm saying us because I'm obviously part of everybody's part of this I need us to stop the bullshit (laughs) and really dig deep and figure out who we are at our core and just be ourselves for the sake of humanity and I say that obviously because 
it is a heavy week with elections coming up and I don't know what's going to happen, but I cannot pretend to be someone who is going to go out and fight social justice in the way that someone else can do better. I cannot force myself to like go do certain things to feel good about something that is that I, I feel I need to help with. Like the, the way I am needing to help others right now is by doing what I'm doing right this moment. So I when I say wait, stop the bullshit, I am cursing a lot. Apparently like I'm very heated about this topic again. Um what I mean by that is stop allowing all the like superficial crap to stop you from living the life that you feel you need to live. Because if you were to wake up tomorrow and your whole world was turned upside down you know, who you are at your core is just always going to be there. And no matter what kind of trauma you go through your life, like, that's the part that we're going to need you to use if we want to impact and change the world in a positive way. Um, You know, my son talks about having a peaceful world and he was singing this peace song and all these things happening and you know, we talk about the Holocaust. I mean, he really wants to talk about these heavy, heavy issues. And it's hard. How do you how do you have conversations with a five, six year old about these really heavy topics? But sometimes it just you're giving the children that you're given for a reason. And I hate that saying like things happen for a reason. But in a way they do. And in a way, we struggle with our own struggles. Because We were meant to overcome certain things that will allow us to get to the other side to help bring peace to this world. Or I don't know if you want to say justice or peace or whatever it is that you feel it in your heart. Um, So this is one of the ways that I'm finding I'm living with my core value is to grapple, grapple is that a word, grapple with my inner demons and my inner whatever of acceptance and really truly embracing who I am at my core and sharing that with the world you know my process and what I've been doing through my artwork and things like that but to also get really deep and share some of these dark things with you because they matter and because they're part of our stories and our stories really matter whether it's you've experienced something negative or you yourself have, you know, negative, morbid thoughts about life in a, like, non, um, <laughs> some, like, all over the place. Uh, you have certain things that, you know, you, you feel you need to talk about, like, they matter. And season one has been a lot of we just kind of got thrown into this thing of COVID and I'm fumbling my way through life. And I've had a lot of really heavy realization aha moments the past few weeks of it really is in the small little ways that we show up in our everyday lives that matter the most. And it's been a really heavy topic for me mentally. It's been weighing on me a lot because um, I will be honest and say that showing up in the little moments is one of the hardest things for me to do because I am a big picture kind of person. I think 
long term, I think, oh, my business in 10 years, and these are the steps I need to take. And, um, and I forget to enjoy making pancakes with my son, or I enjoy to hug my baby tighter because he's fighting me on a nap. And I let little things, you know, don't think people say don't sweat the small stuff. I definitely allow the small stuff to make me sweat a lot. Um, And so I'm finishing season one with this idea that from now on, and I've been working on this for years, but I am done being that person who, I'm going to take a pause here and check it with the baby. Hold on. So, yes, the baby woke up from a snap, and that's what that was. <laughs> um, it's funny, because he usually wakes up very, like, yay, I'm awake. And when he's in a leap, he wakes up very, like, whoa, why am I awake? So, uh, that's what that was. Yeah, I was him being like, why am I awake now? So, as I was saying, um, yeah. I think this is a part of my journey where I am taking that decision to stay in the cave a little bit longer and to decide, you know what, this is the next step I'm going to take. And it's a little bit interesting that it's um, November 2nd and you know, people have been celebrating Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. And the thought of like death and life and all of that tied together you know how the departed come to visit us during this time and it's I just find that beautiful to begin with but that's a whole nother topic I could have done a whole episode on that I guess maybe if I should maybe I could have done (laughs) the whole episode on that uh perspective um might have made more sense but too late now. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say after all this is just show up as you are and stop the BS in the sense of allowing systems to hold you back on who you really are. Like what we need to see more of as a society and, you know, in our circles of friends and family is people showing up as who they are and even if it's messy and it's imperfect and it's like hard to say how you really are feeling and to have those tough conversations with people um I'm a little nervous obviously for everything happening this week and everything that's been going on and just it's just been a little bit of like, whoa, overstimulation for my sensitive soul. Um, but it really has been a lot of just reflection on this is who I've been all along. And I finally see those parts of myself who or that continually are there no matter what my life looks like and so in my teaching days and my parenting days um and you know the early dating days here before I got married and so all these things that just 
what are those parts of yourself that no matter what you do are just always there? And I think definitely for me has been that sense of, you know, I'm a sensitive soul and I love to create and I love to talk. And um, one of my friends, she's like, you're like a modern day philosopher. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like awesome. That totally describes what I actually feel like. Because I need to make meaning out of things and I need to make sense out of the world around me and I need to do it in a creative, weird, sometimes morbid, sometimes really quirky kind of way that not everyone will understand and that means not being perfect and that means sometimes not being liked, which I personally have a hard time with and that's okay and so I guess to end the season is asking yourself those questions and then making that decision, that conscious decision that from now on, this is what I'm going to work on every single day for the rest of my life. And for me, that is, how can I show up as myself in these little moments? How do I enjoy these little moments without letting the big picture of life and death get in the way while still maintaining that respect for life and death. And so, you know, I say life is fragile because it is and anything can happen at any moment for any of us. And we've seen that with this pandemic. We've seen that with the things that happen around us um, in the world. And, you know, if you're listening to this and we are very blessed that we have the ability, me, to create this you to take it in and so what are we gonna do with that blessing what are we gonna do with this opportunity that we have um you could just enjoy it I guess too that that would be cool that's what you feel called to do but like there's so much out there and there's so much within us and at some point It all comes together and it comes down to one question and that is, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Um, So as you go through this week and I'm really nervous about this week and I'm nervous about everything going on, but I also know that it can't paralyze me. As my sister would tell me, like, don't let this paralyze you, you know, you're catastrophizing, my husband would remind me that I need to get out of the house to expose myself to all the things that scare me, because otherwise I get stuck in that loop, what are we going to do about this, no matter what the results are for, you know, for the election, because no matter what happens, like, we still have a lot of work to do, um, and no matter what happens with the pandemic, you know, like people are saying, there's no going back to normal. Like there really isn't because life will never be the same. And so this is our post time or we're getting to the post. I don't know if we're ever going to get post COVID. Some days it really feels like we're not, but you know, what are you going to do about it? And if you need time to sit and reflect and you need space to go within and feel whatever it is you need to feel. By all means, do that. But also remember that at some point, we got to come out of our caves. We got to go in our caves. We got to work our stuff out in our caves. But there is a day when you'll need to come out. And what are you going to do with the lessons that you've learned? And so I hope that this 
podcast uh, in season one has given you some ideas and tools and strategies and just something to get you through your Wednesdays, at least through this pandemic. Uh, It certainly has given me so much more than I ever hoped for um, in so many different ways that maybe one day I will share all of what I've learned through this podcast. But if anything, it's giving me the ability to work my stuff out, out loud, and listen to myself talk, (laughs) and put the baby down for a nap, and really begin to understand this part of me that I'm going to need for the future, and that my family's going to need, and that my friends aren't needing, and that, you know, the world needs me, just like the world needs you, and we have a job to do, and we have a life to live, and so let's go out there and do it, man. (laughs) Let's do this. Uh, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going somewhere. Um, Anyway, so season two, I am still in the process of figuring out exactly how it's going to be a little different than season one. It might just be me rambling still, but it'll be with the intention that I have these talents and gifts, and I have a purpose for being here and so I'm going to use it and so if you want to join me on social media for that journey definitely follow me on Instagram at Maestra you know Facebook I have a page Plata Learning Teaching Academy where I share you know random teaching stuff and Spanish stuff and all that stuff um, but I really am going to focus be a little bit more focused in season two and I will share my everyday learning with you I will continue to do that because that's what I'm here to do, um, and I really wish you the best of luck this week, and next week, and in the next coming weeks, the next coming months, I know will be hard, no matter what happens, uh, and I don't know what else to say, I feel like, you know, like, when you're on a Zoom call, and you have to leave, and you're like, okay, bye, okay, bye, and you're kind of both waving and you're kind of like smiling, but you can't find the end call button. And you're just like that awkward, like, <laughs> that's what it feels like right now. But I really do appreciate you listening. And I hope that you come back next week or whenever the next episode comes out and that you are getting something of this that you share with your family and friends. Subscribe to the podcast and please let me know if there's anything I can do. Uh, any ideas, resources you'd like me to share, you want me to do whatever, I don't know, we'll see, okay, so connect with me if you need to, Um, thank you so much for being here, uh, because you matter, and you listening matters, and you just doing what you do matters, all right, thank you so much, hasta luego.